Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, my beautiful babes. Welcome to the flick. Are you having a nice day? Don't do that so the people at home can hear. Oh, a nice little beer at five o'clock. Got my vote. Now, you know what happens in this club pass through my beautiful nightclub, The Flick. Sometimes I do it online and I have to speak to the person over Zoom and all that malarkey. But this time we thought in Edinburgh, because I've got my gorgeous nightclub doing it, we do it live. So we've got all these beautiful guests that are milling around at The Flick and we've got all the fringe and we've got them down here. Now these lot, they haven't stopped chatting since they got here. So I'm going to struggle to get a word in edgeways. I can hear me in the background going off on one. It's going to be beautiful. But to be honest, I didn't sleep much last night because the bleeding seagulls in Edinburgh are bleeding huge, they're like pterodactyls. And if you, if you see me hanging out of a student accommodation with a shotgun, with a pained look in the eye, don't be surprised. I'm going to take them out ever so quick. I'm looking at methods. But we might as well get the show going. Are you ready? Beautiful. Welcome to the stage, my beautiful guest, number one, Mary Beth Barone. Now, I guess the next pair are a beautiful little double act doing their little show in Edinburgh. It's absolutely gorgeous, but I'll introduce them together. Diana Vickers and Kiara Hunter. Oh. Now, I've got to use this bleeding iPad to do the things. Someone's told me questions. Probably the ghost of Lumin Silla Black trying to, get, <laughs> trying to get a revenge still after all this time. Girlies on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God! It's the sugar babes. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> For one night only. Do you know the sugar babes? Mary? I've heard of the sugar babes. You've heard of them. They played at Glastonbury this year. I didn't see them, but I heard they had a great set. Did you go? I went to the to the festival. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I really did. What was your favorite stage? My favorite stage was the pyramid stage. Probably kind of boring to say oh, that, yeah. but mainstream. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I'm a mainstream kind of gal. Yeah, you are. I think. Yeah, I could. I could definitely. I could definitely tell that. <laughs> can, can you sing? Absolutely not. That wasn't that wasn't an insult though that you're a. Oh no, I don't take it as such. I think being basic is like cool. We need basic people in the world. Quite right. Society needs basic people. Well, so. that's why I've got Milky with me. <laughs> Doesn't get much more basic than that. I tell you that for free. <laughs> now, thanks for taking the time to come on the cob pass. Welcome. Oh, thanks for having us. Now, thanks you two, it's yeah. your first fringe, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh, all three of you, it's your first fringe. Yeah, we're all newbies. But yeah. you two. It's your first comedy, yeah. comedy fringe, isn't it? Mm. So what's that like? Bloody hell, it's hard work. <laughs> like, I mean, they tell you, don't they? I'll be prepared for fringe, but literally, it's a lot. I mean, well, I'm having the time of my life, aren't you, Gee? Yeah. Absolute fun. I think I'm having the best and worst, worst time yeah. of my life yeah, at that the makes same sense. time. It was the best of times and it was the worst of times. So true. Definitely. You know? Yeah. But did you... On the first day, you were telling me the other day. Now, this oh is a bit God. backstage gossip that you had a little cry together. You had a little falling oh no, out, we which totally is totally fell out. Totally fell out. 
on the on the first YouTube. Yeah, you too? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're horrible. We were all nasty pieces of we, words. We're so we screaming at each other outside Fountain Lake, wherever yeah. we're staying. Yeah, yeah, I know. You sat on the grass, pulling the grass out. I was like, I don't think I can do this <laughs> for no. a whole month. No, but it, it, it's, it's hard. There's a lot of pressure. On the first night, um, there was another act coming through on my microphone. So there's this freaking bloke coming in every so often, being like, the dark, the dark night of the death, or whatever. I was like, I'm just trying to sing silly little songs about our silly little show. And, uh, and then, so my microphone had to get turned off. And so therefore, I... And my mic stayed on and I had no idea what was going on, so... You... I thought you were going to say it was the best night of my life. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I had a great show. Oh, no. I really shone that night, I really did. I was beautiful, best night of the place. Oh, yeah, it was no. just, yeah. We just had awful, an awful experience because tech, what's the tech was going wrong, but then I obviously had a worse night and I was crying and then we just soggied, so it was great. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good start. We've all been through the emotions and it's your... Well, it's your first fringe, isn't it? It is, Yeah. What did they tell you in America about the fringe? They make it sound like you're going to like World War II. Yeah, which is true. Accurate. Which I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to go fight. <laughs> okay. Know? How did you prepare? I went to training camp. Oh yeah. No, I just toured my show, which got, in some ways is like training camp. But you got a little cyanide pill in your bra. Yeah. Just in case they catch you. <laughs> and who catches you? <laughs> the reviewers. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was quite the. Quite the preparation process. But I feel like what's been so humbling is that I think me coming into it, I was like, oh, well, if I prepare, then I'll just be immune to, like, all the horror stories that you hear about the Fringe. But you're not. No. no Give us some horror stories, though. What kind of horror stories are there? Just like, oh, you'll have, you know, you'll have days where you'll perform to one person who's, like, shitting on the floor. <laughs> and you Milky? will... <laughs> what have I told you? <laughs> A reviewer is gonna spit in your eye, and you know you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do a circle jerk. But no, it's it's um it's <laughs> it's been hard. There's been tech issues, but it's yeah. like overall, and sometimes you know you don't every night you're not gonna have like an audience that you maybe necessarily connect with. Yeah. Um, but those that's just part of it. Well, it's hard work, and it? it's like doing the doing the heavy lifting. For an early, and then they say that you're going to learn loads of stuff. It will just cost you a fortune. Yeah. And it might possibly kill you, <laughs> which is How nice. How many fringes are you on, babe? Milky. I think it's like eight. Wow. Eight fringes, maybe seven. I can't remember. Yeah. One of them I blacked out completely. It was that bad. <laughs> it was that bad? Yeah, it was that bad. Oh. Where was that we were doing? Well, we, the first time we ever came down, we had lovely producers on board, lovely. We were in a big venue. It was gorgeous. Not one bugger came. And I, you don't know what to do, do you? What do you mean? Like, well, we had a huge venue, lots of publicity. You know, we were Soho Theatre. It was all looked good. And we had lovely show and tell doing it. We had lovely reviews the year before when we did a little show. And then we came on, we did it. No one. Well, it's important to be realistic, wasn't it? And it costs a lot of money. Wow. You know, I, I think I killed two of the band members that, that yeah. year, actually, out of frustration. <laughs> but, you know, you sign a disclaimer, you designed a disclaimer. You know, it's all about the paperwork. It's all about the paperwork. Yeah. That's the truth of it. Is it... It's not similar in New York, in New York, like the comedy scene, is it? Do you have things like this, like the Fringe? There's there's some small comedy festivals, but nothing like this. Nothing where you would do a show for like every night for a month. You could maybe get a run at like a theater, but that would be just you know independently produced. So nothing this insane. Yeah, someone said to me it's like a focus group where you can actually get some people in and see every night how you perform and how the show does, like a good you know sounding board. I don't know. I'm not in marketing. <laughs> but you two have come from... What, how did you meet? What's your background story? Because I know that you 
you know, obviously we know that you were on the X Factor, Diana, but yeah. how did you two meet? And then why did you go from music to this hellhole? <laughs> I also would like to hear that story. I, I asked myself, why, God, why? Um, well, we were mates for, what, 10, well, we've been like 10 mates for 10 years. Loads. And, Loads um, years. and then the pandemic hit, you moved in with me. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I feel like, you know, I think, my mind. I think what happened um, with everyone that I've spoken to is during 2020, everyone got a, like a tad bit emo and started journaling a lot or yeah. sort of thinking a lot. And like, I think you'd written a poem about <laughs> a poem something about to do COVID. with your feelings. Yeah. And, and she was like, babe, can you put this poem to music? Teenage dream, But yeah. I couldn't, obviously wasn't feeling very inspired because I just put it to the chords of Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. And that was the, the genesis of Kate. Yeah, we started writing silly little songs because we were bored out of our minds during lockdown. Yeah. It gave us a reason to wake up in the morning, put makeup on, you know, live our lives as yeah. in any way we could. And then after that, um, we started writing silly songs about, you know, going on really bad dates and people seem to like it. And, and they were, you know, and It's very Gen Z. Yeah. Is it Gen Z? Z? Is that the right, Is that the right gen? I don't know. I don't know what I, I am. I don't know what the generations are. I've never... Yeah, millennials, Gen Z. I'm geniatric. (laughs) (laughs) And then it caught on, didn't it, online? And then that's been it. It went a little bit viral. We did a cover of Summer of No 69s and Bright Adams did like it. Uh, He he didn't like it? He he just liked Double double Tap but didn't say anything, which I thought was quite sexy, to be honest. And he invite, yeah, he did it as well when I invited him on the podcast. I was like, Brian, we'd love to have you on the podcast. And he just liked Seen it again. It, I was liked like, it, didn't say anything. Why does he keep doing that? Maybe to he's us? waiting for you to make the first move. Hey, we've made loads yeah. of moves. It sounds like he's not a feminist. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with Brian, but yeah. Interesting. But yeah. Interesting. I think he needs blacklisting, if I'm honest. Yeah. I know. Let's cancel. take out let's take him out. Let's Brian. cancel him. Let's just think. <laughs> if, if only you knew it was coming, heading his way. I know. The force of nature that is us. Yeah. Charlie's angels. Yeah, exactly. And me, the, I don't know what I am, the secretary. You're Charlie. I'm Charlie. Yeah. Of course I am. Exactly. But with God. an I. We're doing a gender swap. Yeah. Yeah. It's Charlie with an I. Why not? I can see it on Channel 5 anyway. Yeah. <laughs> They'll take it. Do you know Channel 5? I so- I'm getting sort of a little bit of the lay of the land of the, the network sort of politics yeah. in, in the UK. Because your boyfriend is a... Now, you're, you're quite open about your boyfriend mm-hmm. on online you know yeah. sexy little couple they are ever so mm. fancy ever so fancy aren't you yeah it's nice where did you meet him he slid into my dms on instagram did he yeah. oh my god oh, there's a cream for that yeah it was um pretty shocking it was shocking but he originally found me because i did a tweet about getting my ass eaten and then he saw that and then he was like that's my girl <laughs> so what did he say in his dm well, so he actually waited a few, he waited for something to reply to that was, you know, a little bit more respectful. Yeah. yeah. So I had posted a picture of Chloe Sevigny and her weird husband. I don't know if anybody knows that couple, but he just, he responded to that, asking me a question. And then the rest is history. So how long has that been going on for? He DM'd me January 2020. So it's been, oh, two years. It's been kind of a that's long a good, time, yeah. That's a good stint. Yeah. So he's always on the TV and he's an actor and et cetera. Yeah. Did you miss him being away from... I do. Well, he was here for a week, which was so nice, and he'll be back later in the month, so... Gorgeous. Has he ever done a fringe? He did do a fringe. From what I understand, he did a play for three nights in a hotel room, and they, they it was a 40-seat venue, but they sold out 
all three nights. So then he gets to put like fringe sell out on every poster if he ever comes back. So it well, feels a little unfair. That's the irony. I see all these celebrities, all these comedians. They're like, oh my God, wow, what a sellout evening. There's three chairs in a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ain't hard, babe. That's all you've got to do. It's marketing, Get a three though, chair isn't it? Marketing. <laughs> and then you two, are you... You know, got a little boyfriend on the go. I've got absolutely no one. And everyone keeps saying, you'll meet someone at Fringe, you'll meet someone at Fringe. What? Everyone keeps saying that to me. I'll meet a nice comedian. That's absolutely insulting. Not. No, 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 no. I think I said that to you as I well. Mean, yeah, I'm you like, said Don't worry, that. you'll meet the love of your life. And I've been here for five days on my ticket. Don't worry. Oh. Don't. Maybe you're looking at, where are you looking? I don't, when I'm handing out flyers to get us to a show, I'm like, right, where are all the ladies that will come to the show? And also, where are all the fit men at the corner of my eye? And I've not time? seen any. What is my type? Let's like, have a think. Audience, we'll put our heads together. See yeah. what we can find. Mm. Yeah, what's the what's the vibe? Come on, ladies. I mean, what's the profile? You, I mean, I don't know. Like, anyone that's funny, like, you can laugh me into bed, basically. You know, I like oh. a nice laugh. So, therefore, this is a great place to meet someone. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't hook up with a comedian, though. Don't give them that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because yeah, like, they've already got too much self-confidence. Well, yeah. that, and also just, like, they're bad people. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Oh! We're all bad people. <laughs> We're bad people. Take it from me. Just narcissists. Have you got some... Have you got some evidence, Mary Beth? Some, Are you going to back that up? I've got some skeletons in my closet. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Well, I, yeah. you talk about that, didn't you, in your gorgeous show? What's yeah, I it? do. It's called... Um, Silly Little Girl. Silly Little Girl. Yeah. No, but I meant the other show. You've also done oh, that Drag other Oh, Drag is Ass, a boy treatment program. So yeah. what, tell, tell the audience what, and people at home what you do in that show, because that's kind of good. Yeah, so that show I'm doing, I'm doing it's called Drag is Ass, a fuckboy treatment program. And that I'm doing on the 13th and the 20th in the Pleasance Dome. And it's basically my show where I um, talk about my six-step recovery program towards overcoming fuckboy addiction. And I also work with real-life fuckboys to rid them of their toxic traits. Saving lives. <laughs> Saving, yeah. Saving lives. lives. Doing I'm the just doing what work. I can. It's really grassroots. But, you know, it's been a great response so far. But I saw the show at her theater. And there's actually some poor bugger pulled up on stage. And you give him a right good... You know, going over. Don't well, you? he vo- they volunteer. They, they volunteer. Of course, yeah. they do. Attention seekers. Exactly. Yeah. And that, to be fair, they're always quite fit. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? So yeah. you're giving them a platform. I know. Well, some of them have got have had sex with audience members, but ultimately, like when I send them out into the world, like it's up to everyone to be responsible. You know what I mean for themselves. Personal yeah. accountability. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. And you're quite similar in your show, really, because you're on. You talk about the apps and things, don't you? And all the modern. Oh yeah. The I dating mean, oh, yeah. scenarios. When we're out there flyering, like it's been so funny. We've kind of narrowed our audience to like just. Like, girl, women, girl. Like, we don't even bother with men. We don't speak to men anymore. We just, we can, like, smell out a table of women drinking and just go straight up to them. So the the number of men attending our shows is diminishing drastically each night. Yeah, we say that one of us has fucked a boy band member and they go, yep, we're there. We'll tell you about it. We need to say. Do you name names? Oh, yes. Yeah, in the yeah, show. we yeah. actually do. Yeah. We can't have a little sneak peek. Pouring oh, out yeah. Diana's personal life for our uh, no, we're desperate. Game. We're just trying to get bums on seats. You know that's what, what I mean? that's what comedy that's what it's is. About. Yeah. That's what comedy is. It's just pouring out your life for yeah. attention. Really, who could be the worst boy band comedy man? Like, who could be the worst boy band member she could have slept with? Brian Harvey. <laughs> Sorry, Brian, Liam if you're Payne. listening. Is that really rude if I say Liam Payne? No. no. Oh, libel. Wait, you can't say bad stuff. Well, you can, but I guess we might get sued. Well, I will. <laughs> and all I've got is my caravan, so. <laughs> you at the old Bailey defending the caravan. Think about me, babe. I'm working part-time at co-op. 
to make this. Look at this glamour, all the glory, all the glamour. What have I got? A part-time job with Chloe up on the caravan. Give me a break. <laughs> Cost me a fortune keeping milky in Cheerios. <laughs> but do people recognise you, you know, from... Well, they're like, oh my God, you're Dinah Vickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, we've been whoring me out in that way as well. But well, yes, you got, haven't you? I am Dinah Vickers from the X Factor. Come on, come on in. Yeah, no, it's been. Uh, Someone was like, oh yeah, this Dinah is Dinah Vickers, what the fuck are you doing at Edinburgh Fringe Festival? And she had to really think about it for a minute. I got, she was like, I got really stumped. I, I was like, I, 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 I do musical comedy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Slight so. pivot in the career department. But, yeah. but why, did you, why did you decide? Like, because. Is there, is there not another album in here? Is there not another Well, album? okay, listen, right. The first album I mean, was number is, one, by is the this way, guys. Be an album? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Number one, had number one single. Um, you know, second album was a bit harder, although it was my best work, I'm not going to lie. It was critically acclaimed. It was very good. Um, there was a situation with uh, someone from a boy band that gave me a song, and then I produced it, and then he took it back. Anyway, it all just went a bit wrong. And um, that was going to be one of my singles. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But alongside of all of my music, I was also doing acting. So I did The West End. I did a little voice oh, yeah, in town. Did, yeah. And um, I did some sort of like far... I did a farce, Duck House with Ben Miller in town. I was always doing theatre. I did a bit for Comedy Central series with like Kerry Howard and Carrie Ad Lloyd. And I just realised that I was happier just, you know, being with funny, silly people. And yeah. it was always a route that I wanted to go down anyway. And then I was like, do I want to write another third album and just feel alone and with no money anymore? Because, you know, it's hard because there's no money in the music industry. It's not rock and roll anymore. That's why I quit songwriting. Yeah, it's freaking hard. It's just, uh, nah, can't do it. it I'd is. rather yeah. whore myself out on stage every night. Yeah. yeah. And this well, is fun. I'm welcome when, to yeah. the club, babe. <laughs> Happy to be here. With my best mate writing silly songs and having a laugh. It's just keep it light, you know? Keep it light. Keep it tasty. Keep it tasty. Keep it light, keep it tasty. So what's the show, Beth? What's your show about? Because I know it's called, is it Silly Little Girl, isn't mm-hmm. it? And yeah. what time is it on, just for the people at home? Because, you know, they'll, they'll probably listen, they'll probably come down. I would Even though you're sold out, down. probably, I'm sure. It's, it's not. I'll have you know there are tickets still available. It is at 8.30 every night at the Pleasance Upstairs. Um, it's called Silly Little Girl. And it's basically a st- the, the story of, um, I guess... I don't know if people here can relate to this, but being born in the 1990s, I just always thought that I was going to be famous. Like, I just didn't know what it would be for. I assumed it would be singing, acting, or modeling, of course. And you'll, you'll hear all this in the introduction to the show. But basically, I, I had several failed attempts at doing so. And then I took a big break until I found comedy. And it's sort of about how, you know, I found what I was supposed to do ultimately. But it's also about the tragedy of female celebrity. So there's some hard-hitting topics in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, was it hard for you when you were... Because you were quite young, weren't you, when you... Yeah, um, it was a bit hard. In fact, I, yeah, I'm writing something... Well, I've written something at the moment in with TV. I've gotten sort of like TV writing as well, and I have done something sort of around that area. But, yeah, it is. It's hard, you know, sort of like being a- alone at a young age and being surrounded by men that are basically telling you who to be and what to be like. I was really, really lucky that I had a really great management that allowed me, you know, that loved me and allowed me to be creative and I was allowed to write and everything. But it is really, really hard. It's, it's exhausting. And I, yeah, like a lot of sort of mental challenges along the way. Do you still Definitely. speak to Simon? Oh, bloody hell, Diane. I'm <laughs> sick of people asking me I that. I mean, I wouldn't recognise him these days. He looks like a chicken nugget. You know <laughs> 
The amount of work he's had, Carl. Um, no, no, I can't remember the last time I put his thoughts to Simon Cowell. Absolutely not. We do a little no. dedication to him in the show. Yeah, we and do. And specifically his choice of footwear. Yeah, he's Oh, the Cuban heel. Yeah, yeah I like that one. the cloppy he's shoe. He's clip-clopping all over the place, yeah. And the boot-like jean, yeah. yeah. So, Kiara, what was your... So, you got into... You, so your background in music, where are you yeah. from? Because you're there's I'm a little uh, Melbourne, Australia. Oh, gorgeous! Anyone from Melbourne? In? Oh, oh there's a dad. wave in the back. That's your dad. That's your dad. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Don't Who did you think that weird bald man was hanging around before? You never know at the fringe. I mean, you never know who's going to be about at the yeah. fringe. Could it could have been? He could have a one-man show. Dad, for all I know. I mean, he 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 could. <laughs> He's actually our kind of become a bit of a personal assistant chef. Uh, Omelet maker. Washer. Yep. Um, is, he, is he staying in your apartment? With he you? is, bless him. Yeah. Oh. Student digs. Yeah. All right. Good work, Dad. He oh, does. He honestly makes a cracking omelet. The best omelet you've ever had in your life. Really yeah. He's quite dishy to come be honest. Have one. If I didn't have my rom, <laughs> I'd watch my back. <laughs> But we did ask him earlier, didn't we, about the show. Sorry, Kiara, I'm oh, coming no. on to your dad there. Give me a break. No, he's a great man. Happy to have him. But you saw four shows yesterday. Every single one of them was depressing. Bleak. <laughs> I don't know. He's got the willpower. Only my dad could find them, like four non-funny shows at Edinburgh Fringe Festival, you know? Yeah, they're like, quite sexy this year, aren't light they? Light relief. All yeah. the shows. A lot of skin on the posters. Yeah. Skin is in. Skin is as in. They say. It certainly is. Not mine. <laughs> Looks like a drop bagger. Pork scratchings, to be honest. Fabulous. Hey, Andrew, put yourself down. You're no. a babe, babe. Oh. You're a babe. Oh, don't worry, I'm not. That's me doing myself a favour, <laughs> calling them that. If I told you what it really looks like, we'd all be sick. <laughs> but Mary Beth, what's your digs like? Are they any good? My digs? Um, I thought you said something else. And I was like, hmm. what's your digs What's like? this what's podcast about? Um, my digs are great. It's like a one-bedroom, and I don't really know what the neighbourhood is because I keep trying to zoom out on the map and see where the neighbourhood is, but it just says Edinburgh. So, I don't know. But (laughs) here's the thing. My apartment is really lovely. However, when I arrived, there was a lovely smell in the place. Oh. Okay, it was lovely. It smelled like it it was scented. And now that scent has worn off. And I don't know what to do. It doesn't smell good anymore. What's the smell that's replaced it? It smells like food. Like old food. Oh, no. oh. And I think that the old food smell was already there and it was being masked by a nice smell. Yeah. And I, because I have searched the place up and down and there's no old food in there. So I'm not really sure. If anyone, if anyone does want to come over and help me figure out what's going on, yeah. I would really personally like that because well, I don't know what Milky's to do. Milky's got a six litre bottle of Febreze that he sleeps yeah. with. Yeah. So <laughs> like const- a Yankee candle, babe. He's just constantly spraying you know. a constant mist around him, I tell you, because those clothes haven't been washed since, what, 1975? Have they, Milky? <laughs> They're a bit pongy. <laughs> well, that's the tricky thing, though, isn't it? Because we had a we stayed in an apartment once, and you couldn't go in one one of the rooms because it smelled like a bit of chicken. Oh, we've got a Hoover, and it just smells like vomit. And we don't rat. know what's going on, so we like no. we want a Hoover and clean, but it absolutely stinks. The I place had to out. Leave it, today it took on a bit of a vinegary old yeah, cheese smell. What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Some strange smells going around. In We're all getting mugged off. That's what's happening. Why is it like this? Why? <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. People online, I ask them if they have any questions that they need. And me, Diane Shirley, that's just a can be help <laughs> with. And then I'll put it to my gorgeous guests to have their opinions too. So... Oh, this is interesting. Dear Diane, what's your food heaven and your food hell? Interesting. My food heaven, sounds like I'm going to break into a song milk here if I'm honest, and it's a sad song. My food heaven is probably, I like a Nando's. I'm not going to lie, and I like it spicy. You know, I like to be able to take off wallpaper once I've eaten it. That's how we're going. It'll give me heartburn for a month, but it's worth it. That's the vibe. Hell a haggis. I'm sorry, Scotland, but I can't. The thought of eating it makes me feel sick. What about you, ladies? Did you, did you say haggis? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just yeah, I agree the idea, but I haven't. Tr- I will try it though, but I just haven't tried it, so don't come for me. Um, my food heaven is French fries, chips, as they call them here oh, in the yeah, UK. I love, yeah. My food hell. Well, I am gluten and dairy free, so anything like that would just give me a stomach ache. What's your? Do you mind a, a chunky cut chip? Oh, I love a chunky cut chip. I like all chips, really. Dude, I didn't think in America you have chunky cut chips, though. We do. They, we call them steak fries. Oh, steak fries. Oh, yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. Put a bit of meat in it. I thought that was fries made out of pieces of steak. I know, I and there. you would think, I mean, that is what, so you know, like America would do that's that. where the mind goes. Yeah. yeah. I and could, that's so American. You only have to learn that beef. lesson once, though, when you order steak fries. I could have some steak, steak fries, though. F- fries made out oh, of meat my. right off my street. <laughs> Not good for the hemorrhoids, though, I'm afraid. That's something I've learned in Edinburgh. Good Lord. Pass the yourself. Sorry, go on, Kiara. What about you? I would have to say my, like, this is so basic, but, like, fish cakes. Like, any kind of sort of, like, fried patty of, like, mm. potato mushed up. It's, I'm, like, I have a child's appetite. I just want trailer trash food. That's me. Well, I think you do when you're in Edinburgh because you drink so much, don't you? And then you just, you just soak it up, yeah. I think you can stop that now, Milky, to be honest, because I'm going to throw, <laughs> mis- yeah. throw myself off the George Bridge. You can Bridge. sing a song about fish cakes. <laughs> Bloody hell, God. Go on, Diana, what about you? That was a rubbish question, to be fair, wasn't it? Oh, can I? Sorry. I'm really excited about saying mine, though, now. No, but go on. You say yours, and then I'm going to curse. Love, I love noodles. Yeah. Noodles are the best thing in the world. Just oh, have you. Some sort of ramen. Have you been to that gorgeous noodle place around there? I went there the other day near no, the but Tesco. I'm go. Near that. Does anyone know what that place is called? It's near the Tesco back there. Near, you know, with that vintage shop. We've got people in from no, Edinburgh. No. We might well ask them. We need 
need to we need to okay. find out. Yeah. I'll but find then if out. you put coriander on it, absolutely not. Coriander is the worst. I have that thing where it tastes like soap. Mm, okay. Why? Yeah, yeah, I like coriander to oh, be honest. Absolutely not. No. What's this? Okay, next one. These are boring. Dear Diane, <laughs> where should I go on my first date? We don't know who it is. We don't know who is the date with. It could Just be our first date. Could be someone, someone you know with one arm. It could be someone with half a skull. <laughs> I reckon first date somewhere nice, somewhere a bit jazzy. Yeah, I was literally going to say a jazz. That's so weird. Yeah, you like jazz club. I don't know. I never go to them, but I feel like that would be a very classy choice. I so reckon you're probably quite good at this. Yeah. Dates. Yeah. I actually think, and this probably is controversial, but I actually think if you're going on a date, if you're a woman going on a date with a man, you should go to a comedy show and see what they laugh at. Yeah. <laughs> because I think that's really indicative of, you or know. Or let them pick the comedy. And see what happens. You know, because you could, if they pick something really rubbish, you know they haven't got a sense of humor. And to be honest, a humor is the way to the heart, Definitely. as they say. Says me, who's... Who has a heart as cold as ice? <laughs> oh, here we are. Oh, God. Oh, this will put the fractions up a bit. Dear Diane, my wife has asked me about pegging and, it, and if I'd be interested, but will it make me less of a man? Definitely not less of a man. No, no if anything, I think it's, it's really healthy. What is pegging? I mean, I've no I, idea didn't I, really want I didn't know this until the we other week. We were talking week. about it the other day, I, actually. Yeah. I, went to a ha- I went to some drinks at someone's house a while ago, and there was me and some of my girl mates, and this guy invited us all, and then at one point, just you know, after like, the second glass of wine, he was like, so were any of you ladies into pegging? I had no idea what he was talking about. And then I, I don't think that was a party. It. I think that was an orgy. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you. I'm very confused. But yeah, isn't it you, when... It's when a woman puts on, or I guess it doesn't have to be a woman necessarily, but when somebody puts on a a strap-on, dildo, and does anal sex with a man. Oh, fair game. Yeah. I mean, I've never done it, but I'm sure it's delicious. I mean, (laughs) my partner, Ron, he went on a stag do. (laughs) Someone put a... Mars bar up his bum. That counts. They couldn't get it out. He ended up in A&E and that to let it basically melt out. Oh, wow. Wow. So I'm all for experimentation if you do it safely. Absolutely. And in a respectful, safe environment. But I don't know what... Like, I think there's something about a man being penetrated. They don't like it, do they? They don't like... They feel like they're giving up power. You know, yeah. men do if they have something in their bum bums. Anyone here been pegged? <laughs> See, Please, you can't get Kiara's to, you can't get to admit it. Not speak. What about you with the beer back there? You look like you've got some life experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mars bars. When it definitely doesn't make you less of a man, though, does it? If anything, imagine trusting. I think, yeah, your, being really confident, like allowing yeah, your like, partner I to do that. Like, yeah, my masculinity, like, fucking go for it. Yeah. Girl or guy, yeah. Gorgeous. As long as you use, you know, a nice bit of lube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you haven't had enough, anything up that pump, and again, I'm not going from experience, but you want to ease your way in, don't you? Yeah. Don't go straight in with a baguette. No. Maybe start with fingers and then... Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fingers, finger panini. <laughs> Breadstick. Baguette. Yeah. yeah. That's the spirit. The and, uh, any of you ladies been a pegger? I have pegged before. Have you? Oh, yeah. yeah, of course you have. I can see it in your eyes. You is, that, yeah. is that in your show? Not yet. Next, next, next fringe. What was that. it like? Was it... 
It's it's fun. It's really fun. But I think it's fun when it's like with someone that you are, you know, you feel really comfortable with. And also it's just it yeah, it is very intimate and it's kind of it's kind of nice to be to be in that position of it as a woman because I feel like a lot of times when it's when you're with a guy, it's obviously the reverse. So, yeah, yeah it's it's fun. I encourage everyone to try it. It does require a lot of prep though. You have to like buy stuff. What? It's not so easy. Well, I mean, you have to buy the you have to buy the dildo, don't you? And oh, the strap course. as well. Yeah, of course. You can't so you choose anything sort of, lying around the it's house. It's not spontaneous. <laughs> or maybe, uh, yeah. Remote. Construct it with a motto belt. <laughs> <laughs> motto is, to, is top man. Hmm. Sorry. All right, River Island. Whatever. <laughs> Someone you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to just uh, construct it and then have it fall off halfway through. That'd be a nightmare. <laughs> oh, no. That'd be awful. But that's a very modern thing to talk about. I mean, didn't you used to be a... A Republican. I was Catholic and I was Republican. Yeah. Catholic and Republican. So what yeah. happened? <laughs> I went. I. I. Well, luckily I have five older siblings, so oh, they yeah. kind of. I guess when we all went to college, we just we just our brains opened a little bit, and then we realized there's a lot more than just being Catholic and Republican. And now my my parents aren't Catholic or Republican either anymore. So. Oh, so you turn w- them. One big happy family. Yeah. I think when your parents are a bit older, when your parents see their kids having such a lovely time. It does break down their own kind of preconceived, you know, not nonsenses, but things well, that they've just... you could say. You could say nonsenses, you could say. yeah. I feel yeah. like being nonsenses. a Republican, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not American, but being a Republican in the 80s is quite a different vibe to being a Republican like now. Like yeah. there's a lot more going on with that that yeah. you wouldn't particularly want to be associated with. Definitely. Back then it was just like... It was still bad, but it was like normal, bad. toxic bad. Now it's like, oh, they want to like, it's like Dr. Evil vibes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like gone way, way, way past. Well, it is here as well, to be fair. I know, but for some reason here, it's just like, it's just different. I don't know. Maybe because it's like a smaller country, but I feel like, yeah, is but it as bad? Do you have Nazi rallies here these days? Because like we have, we have those now in America. Yeah, but weirdly, being right wing here is now like kind of something you see in a PowerPoint. Yeah. You know, the Tories have made it kind of PowerPointy. If you <laughs> if you're a bit right wing, you know, let's put it in a PowerPoint. <laughs> you know, That's click art. They can't do. You know. They can't. Um, it's very click they, they can't claim PowerPoint. <laughs> they can't claim that. We need every liberal should be able no, to it's use theirs. it too. They've taken it. Damn. Maybe it's they, theirs. maybe things aren't as good here as I thought. They've taken yes. it, and they can keep it. To be honest, because <laughs> we'll use pen and pa- pen and paper. We're creative, aren't we? Well, for our podcast, actually, Kiara's dad had to write a, a little uh, pornography um, piece, didn't he? Yeah. A Dessert to be Remembered was the title. Yeah. It was fabulous, You're, Ian. Wait, what? Start from the beginning. We were, we were interviewing um, James Cooper from My Dad Wrote a Porno, right? And oh. my dad, bless him, in his semi-retirement has started writing. Well, he's always written. But um, I remember from back in the day, he showed me something, but it had a sex scene in it. And I was like, absolutely fucking not. I can't read that. And then when we were getting ready for the episode, I was like, hang on a second. My dad actually did write a porno. Like, let's get that sex scene. Let's read it out to James. And it was called A Dessert to be Remembered. And I can never eat sticky date pudding ever again. So that's Ooh. Now that's the kind of sugar content you don't want to be putting near your private parts. Very, I feel like that's a yeast infection waiting to happen, isn't it? That's asking for trouble, that is. Yeah. You can add some pegging into it now. (laughs) You can branch out. It's making me quite hungry, to be honest. Yeah. A bit of sugar before the show. Some steak fries and sticky date pudding. Do you have a little routine before your shows? Do you have any? What do you do? Do you get... 
you know beer wine drink on it, really i have to say mm. you're you're quite lad you're Laddie. quite a pair of ladettes yeah which is quite an, yeah that's um, fair it's quite a that's quite an old not old-fashioned but it's quite loaded it's quite 90s being yeah. ladette yeah I'll take that though. Yeah, we have a good time. Yeah, we have a great time. It's yeah. very non-judgmental. Yeah, yeah you and get embracing. on it. Oh yeah, we get oh, on it. Oh, what's well, called on the sesh, sesh basically. So. That's what sesh, exactly. our show yeah. is. So. And what time is the show on? Just to let people know. Nine thirty, the Pleasant Stone. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mary, you not you not a drinker? I drink. I just pick and choose. Like if I'm gonna drink, it has to be scheduled three weeks in advance. <laughs> That's kind and of what, my what's vibe. What's your tip of choice? Um, I do rosé in the summer. And tequila soda in the winter. Very so, classy. yeah, keep it, keep it fresh. But you like a nice pint, you two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lager top. Real good. Yeah, real refreshing. But you know <laughs> what happens at the end of every show? We make up a gorgeous little song, um, you know, about the events that have happened. And it comes at the time in the show where we feel the most like we're getting the creative juices flowing. So, Milky, what have you... Mm-hmm. What have you got for us? Oh, yeah. I'm getting in the vibe. Hold tight. Stand fast. We're going pegging. I was hoping this would happen. Strap in. Hold tight. We're off pegging. <laughs> it's a cold night in London town. There's nothing on at the movies, so what's going down? We're going pegging. Yeah, we're going pegging. So put your leg in. Yeah, well, why don't you two? You could help in and do a little verse if you like, and then we know what's going on. Tell us about the pegging. <laughs> Oh, baby. Okay, I'm just thinking about what I would say to my boyfriend, Freddie, uh, to encourage him to experiment. Oh, have you got a boyfriend then? I do, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Freddie. Freddie Freddie likes him. Have fun with that. (laughs) We're going pegging. That's what I'd say to Freddie. Are you ready? (laughs) Freddie. (laughs) For pegging. (laughs) Freddie, you look sad. You need a little something to open up those eyes. You've had a long day. Doing nothing, and it's about time we get moving in the beddies. We're pegging, we're pegging, pegging, we're pegging. Go on, you can be excellent. I won't go pegging, but I'll put a cheeky finger in. I won't go pegging. Diane is just too much of the rim. Yeah, pegging. I'll touch it. Don't go in if it's dry. Lube up. You don't want a little sore eye looking back at you. So get some luby dooby, a little bit of snoozy on the rimmy. Why we're going pegging? It's Tuesday afternoon, we've gone pegging. There's nothing at the cinema, we're pegging. And everybody's coming along. Everybody get a strap on. What's the? Are there any good sex shops in Edinburgh? Anyone know out there? Okay, ever so straight this audience. Fair game. 
Is there anyone here, out there in the audience that would try pegging after us having spoken about it so openly? Everyone's raising their hand. They are. There's a whole audience yeah, hand up. I'll tell you what. The listeners can't see this, but I'll everyone tell you is raising their hands. <laughs> we got an audience. Use it. Come forward a little bit, babe. What's, Lean in, darling. What's your name? Ryan. What? Ryan. 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 <laughs> it's Tuesday afternoon. You're tired. You need a little pick-me-up so you can get out there and meet the gorgeous girls or boys? Females, all right. <laughs> at the fringe. Ryan. <laughs> Can't harm in trying. Ryan. Are you going to try it? Right. What do you think about pegging, Ryan? <laughs> if he calls uh, them females, he's not getting pegged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dad, turn away. Say it again. Mum and dad turn away. Oh, are the mum and dad in the room? Oh, they're not. Well, they can, they can turn away, but they're probably best they cover their eyes because it's a podcast. No one's talking about pegging. What about Kiara's dad? Come oh, in. Don't. <laughs> oh, don't. Kiara's I dad. <laughs> Sorry, Kiara. I couldn't resist it. Preserve oh, he's actually oh, coming here as well. Dad, sit down. For the sake of Kiara, I can't do it. I can't do it. You'll ruin my family. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I wouldn't like to do that. Coming from a broken home. It's just a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, visually. Haven't we had a beautiful day? A beautiful time. Thank you to my gorgeous guests. Thank you so much, you you lot, for coming to the podcast. You've been gorgeous guests. You can go and see their shows. Just tell us again when the shows are. Dan, you two, where's your shows? 9.30 p.m. at the Pleasant Stone. Yeah. On the sesh, Kiki. It's Kiki and D, is it? It's actually Kiki and D, but I like Kiki, Kiki and D I like Kiki and D. I like that. But then, you know, <laughs> what do I you. know? What do I know? <laughs> Go on, Mary. And I'm 8.30 p.m. Uh, at the Pleasant Upstairs. Perfect. I'm not going to repeat mine again, because anyone listens to the podcast, they've probably listened to me say it 100 times and they'll kill me. That's the problem I get with people who aren't in Edinburgh. They're like, get over it. You know what I mean? We're somewhere else. We don't want to go down there at this time of night. <laughs> but this has been a hat trick, Cobb Past. We've had a lovely time. Thank you all for coming. You've been beautiful guests. We'll stay and have a little picture if you want. Well done, Milky. Well done to the sound people. The bar staff, they've decided. Oh, are you there? She's having a rest. Aww. Are you awake, babe? Take a load off. Perfect. That's the thumbs up, Winnie. Goodbye, my beautiful babes. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Chat with Truly is recorded at my beautiful club, The Flick, down in the Assembly Underground. Oh, gorgeous. A big thanks to the wonderful people down at Berksness and the beautiful little music geek, Andy Goddard. Assistant producer is Diggory Waite. My beautiful little producer is Chris Jones. This is a hat-trick podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 